Good morning, listeners, and welcome to another edition of Mercury, a broadcast of hope on day 501 since we came back on the air. I'm Agnes Drew, and I'm here today with Max O'Brien and Dr. Rosalind Clark, both of whom claim to be here against their will, but I just know we're going to have a blast today because today we're reading again from our dream journals. Dr. Clark, you may have the honor of going first. I dreamed my college roommate and I were in the car talking and catching up on life. Now, in real life, my friend has daughters, but in my dream, she had one son. Her young son had said something cute to me that was a mistake. You know how kids say funny things. I don't remember what it was he said, but... It was something that he said that was a kid observation that was not something an adult would take as a compliment, but it was funny. I had written the comment down on a receipt and given it to my friend, and she also thought it was funny, and we were laughing about it. Suddenly, we were at a gas station, and my friend's husband was filling her car with gas, and my friend gave the receipt to her husband to share the funny comment. But instead of thinking it was funny, he got his feelings hurt that I had written down a mistake his son had made in speaking. So I was trying to diffuse the hurt feelings by explaining, oh, I thought it was so cute. I wasn't upset about it. It was funny. But he continued to have hurt feelings. And so I was upset and he was upset and then my friend was upset. And he thought I was in the wrong for making a thing out of the comments by sharing it and was trying to defend myself. And then we started driving through a tunnel. And somehow the dirt on the ground inside the tunnel had traces of magnet in it. And the magnet was attracted to the metal of my car. And pieces of magnet dirt started to hit and cover up my car as we drove through. And the tunnel was long, and I was concerned that the whole car would be covered up by the metal dirt. And so we all took in a breath of air and held it in in case the entire car got covered up. I guess that was supposed to help us survive, like taking a breath when you go underwater. But we made it to the other side of the tunnel, and I was thankful that I did not pick a career in construction. I guess because then I would have to deal with magnetic dirt on a more frequent basis. And then I woke up. That's a pretty interesting dream, Dr. Clark. Yeah, I guess so. But it was borderline nightmarish for me. I didn't wake up really frightened and in a panic, but everybody being upset and then having to worry about whether the car was going to be covered up by all the dirt was a little nerve-wracking. I can imagine. Okay, Max, what about you? I dreamed that I was in a place that looked like a second or third world country. I thought it was in another country, but it was in the United States, in a neighborhood in a rocky desert. I saw houses and barbed wire, but I didn't see any people outside. I was with a friend, and we parked the car and got out because my friend wanted to look around. It was not a safe-feeling place, but seemed like an area that would have higher crime. My friend walked ahead of me, and I was near the car, and... I didn't want to walk far, but she kept going, so I followed her. We turned a corner and walked down the road. After looking around a little bit, we turned back, and when we turned the corner, my car was gone. And I thought, oh, great. We're in the middle of nowhere in a bad area, and now we don't have a car to leave. I checked my pockets and didn't have my keys, so I thought, I must have left my keys in the ignition. That is not like me. 
I was distracted because I was following my friend. Then a guy on a motorcycle started coming around the corner, and I was cautious of him because of the area, but he was the only one around, so I had to solicit his help. He was a bald muscle guy with big eyes and a Bronx accent. I asked him if he was from the Bronx, but he said he was somewhere else. And I thought, I thought I was in another country, but I guess this is the U.S. because he talks like an American. He said he might know where my car is and to follow him. I knew it wasn't safe to follow him, but I also knew it wasn't safe to stand around in the middle of nowhere. So there were no safe options. So I decided to follow him in case he could help me. My friend and I followed him into the building, and he offered us tobacco-flavored chapstick. But I declined because I didn't smoke. And then I woke up. Whoa, trippy dream, Max. Tobacco-flavored chapstick. I wonder what that would be like. Okay, Agnes, your turn. Oh, I didn't have any dreams lately. That's why I wanted to hear yours. I'm hoping this will spark some for me. Also, we're out of time. Hey! For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Agnes Drew with the dreamy Dr. Rosalind Clark and Max O'Brien. Take care of each other.